0: Fred. Hey,
1: Missy. Oh, here I got you this.
0: Thanks. Mm-hmm. Stuffed grape leaves. Yep. Yeah. and some gyros, gyros. How the hell you say <laughs> it? You're Greek, right?
1: My ex-husband is. Right. Right. So, how are you, Fred? Uh, uh, are you okay? I don't want to get into all the details, but my wife gave me this one-time
2: deal where I get to be with another woman. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not bad, right?
1: (gasps) Wait a second. Is that why you're here?
2: Well, if that's what you're getting at, I'm not going to say no.
1: What are you, an asshole? Hey, don't go shooting the messenger now.
2: Come over here out of the blue with a bag of garbage. You're welcome. And you think I'm gonna fuck you because of some bullshit agreement you have with your wife? Whoa. You know what? Screw you, Fred.
1: What the hell just happened?
0: The
2: scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. Not a blend, of course, a uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich perhaps, maybe a Glen Gow, any Glen.
0: I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shake not stirred.
1: Celebrating like everyone is this weekend, the eight-year anniversary of Peter Fairley's hall pass so uh this is a, there's a direct line from this to green book i'm sure someone can make that <laughs> make that claim uh you know a little, um, little
2: side tangent here mike how, how do you feel ahead. about having to defend your your love of green book these days
1: well like with most things josh i feel right I feel, and not only that i feel righteous Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> now it's one of, it is one of those things where uh I'm trying to think. It was like Last Jedi. Um, when Last Jedi came out, you and I watched it together. hmm And came out. Both you and I were very high on it. The crowd we were with. Everybody's cheering, going nuts for it. All the right beats. Yep. Being hit. I come out of it, and I'm like, man, that's great. No, no one's going to hate that. We're all, Like, the country <laughs> is back. America is back, baby. <laughs> How little did I realize? Oh. I mean, I was actually like... Uh, Shout out to superfan Hiro. He was the first the first hater I came in contact with, which, you know, I mean, it wasn't too bad because if you know the man, you're like, well, his taste is you're, not representative. You're talking about
2: Last Jedi right now, right? Last Jedi. Last yeah. Jedi.
1: My point is, though, that I, I guess I've had to realize to myself that even on things, I'm just like, well, that's just, that's great entertainment. Uh, There's nothing that will be 100%. And I'm actually going the other way, that when something is considered, like, hundred percent. I found myself very suspicious of the product and the people, but green book I thought was about as inoffensive as you can get like a throwback, like eighties movie planes, trains, automobiles, a good buddy comedy. And that's, I, that's how I treated it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's the, the award season recognition of it that caused the backlash or it's just normal internet assholes, but no, I have, I've held firm on that. And, uh, I actually feel uh, it's good. It's a good way to, to separate
2: <laughs> the, the Twitter elite from me. That's, um, that's the litmus test, huh? Like, Say what it, you like or dislike. Green Book
1: is the only, only award season contender, the only one that got like, nominated for anything that uh, I actually am a big fan of. Mm. Uh, I can't say as much for Hall Pass, but I guarantee <laughs> you, there may be even people listening to this episode where it's like Hall Pass is so much fucking better than Green Book, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to convince those people because they're 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 operating on Mars as far as I'm concerned. But Green Book's a sweet movie. I agree. Two buddies getting together, breaking bread over the holidays. <laughs> that apparently in this day and age is controversial. Yeah, not <laughs> so. supposed to do that. No, no, you're supposed to, you know, place a hey, noose around your hate neck. Hate your and, fellow men. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, hard here hard we hard go. Nigerians to, we go. to yeah. attack you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I succeeded in pulling it out of Mike this time.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> that, now that, that we should try to be more understanding of, mm-hmm. uh, wasting taxpayer time and money and police work time. <laughs> Green Book, though, is the most offensive thing and a setback race relations, I don't know how far. <laughs> Are we still talking about Hall Pass? <laughs> Uh, do we have to? Is his name juicy? <laughs> what is his
0: name?
2: Jussie
1: Smollett? Ju- what is his name?
0: <laughs> you called him Juice? Juicy? Juicy.
2: <laughs> it is Jesse, but from now on he will forever be Juicy
1: Juicy Smollett. Uh he will uh hopefully forever be unemployed. But uh Alright. Uh yeah, we're not talking about Green Book. I have a feeling that will come up on Sober Cinema uh
2: one day. Um I'm, I'm, Jared. I think we both have discussed that in the future this show is going to get angrier than what it has been. And <laughs> and uh that'll definitely be a good one once we get to that place where we've restructured it to allow for that.
1: You know that uh we will be on that like sort of dark darkest timeline when Jared is the least angry <laughs> member on the <this> show. <laughs> he's the most relaxed, he's the one that's in a state of uh grace. Um that won't happen. I promise you on this episode because Kathy Griffin makes an appearance in Hall Pass and I know that there will be at least one glimmer of rage from Jared Dotson. <laughs> so, yes, now that we've done our, our, our Oscar talk, um, which as of this recording is happening here in a few hours, Hall Pass came out on February twenty fifth, two thousand eleven and was the top grossing film. Uh <clears throat> didn't make a whole lot, uh thirteen and a half million. Um, but it beat out our runner-up as far as new releases, which placed ninth at the box office, uh, Drive Angry. Only $5 million, uh, oh. and it's it's opening weekend. So it was, I'm assuming, a big old bomb. Jared, <laughs> tell me uh, how these two films end up faring in their total run, and what did the critics say?
0: Hall Pass had a 33% from the critics, 40% from the audience. It did 45 million domestic, and its budget was 36 million. Drive Angry. Surprisingly, 47% of the critics actually uh, enjoyed Drive Angry. That's Uh, higher
1: than I would have anticipated. A lot higher than I anticipated. I was thinking nice (laughs) 18-20%.
0: Lower was the audience. Only 37% of the audience. You've got to be shitting me. I'm not (laughs) shitting you at all. 37%. (laughs) The critics
1: critics came to bat. More so (laughs) in Drive Angry angry.
0: than the audience did. Um well,
1: some things you just leave to professionals, I guess, to understand the the finer things in life. Ten
0: point seven million domestic on a budget of fifty million dollars. All right, a big old bomb. Josh, I think yes. you said
1: before you are like I can't tell what's the what was the the mainstream film, what was the hit, and what was the bomb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this time, I think we have we have a definitive bomb in Drive Angry. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That may be unfortunate from, you know, the experts here, the, the three of us that should be working for the Washington Post or the New York Times, apparently. <laughs> um, we might have got that juicy Smollett thing sussed out a lot quicker. I want to keep referencing it so I, I don't leave myself any wiggle room to edit it out. That's going to stay in. Yes. Staying in. Uh All right. So we'll start, as usual, I guess we'll start with our mainstream film. I feel like we're going to talk quite a bit about Drive Angry. So, Hall Pass. And uh, this is No Shade, thrown to Jared. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss it to our married man to explain Hall Pass. And I think this might be an instance where Jared, having seen Hall Pass, is probably glad he doesn't fall into that category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> based on these characters played by Owen Wilson and Jason Sudeikis. So Josh, if they missed it,
2: what is Hall Pass? Well, it's uh the two characters you just referenced played by uh, Owen Wilson and Jason Sudeikis. Uh they're both in marriages where kind of on the rocks a little bit, you know, uh Owen Wilson's Stagnant, character is for yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson's character is married to uh Maggie played by Jenna Fisher and Jason Sudakis' character, Fred, is married to Grace, played by Christina Applegate. And yeah, both couples are kind of in that same situation of, um, like you said, kind of stagnant, a little bit in a rut. But uh, the wives take notice that the men are always uh, eyeballing other women and ogling them, if you will. So they each have their own way of doing it. Owen Wilson just flat out (laughs) looks.
1: Yeah. And Sudeikis has his own system, which I will give the film credit that (laughs) the wife, even the sneaky one. The wife already knows exactly his his methods to what well, he's madness. doing yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> um so uh out of their out of the wildest frustrations they they offer the men a hall pass, which is a a, a week to uh pretend like they're not married they can they can do what they want, get out jail free cards you know no uh no trouble supposedly, so uh hold on there, do you buy that? No, I wouldn't. To me,
1: <laughs> no. Wife, okay, well, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going to get in that just yet. Although that's that's prime material, I guess. But like, in even in the the, the world that's been built here, do you think <laughs> that Owen Wilson and S- Sudeikis should they accept these terms? Should they say like, oh, no, they, be no they repercussions. should. No,
2: they should be highly suspicious. <laughs> so that's that's uh, Mad of, Max. Uh, this- <laughs> that's bait, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of. It's one of two things. You're, you're either being tested or they want the excuse themselves to use a the okay. pass. It's one or the other. So.
1: I don't feel like that's one of my biggest uh, pet peeves with the film, that these men seem to be so stupid that they, they feel like they've got <laughs> the, the golden ticket from fucking Willy Wonka, who's just like, <laughs> there's no repercussions here. And it's not until very late in the game where there's even contemplation that maybe... Maybe their respective wives only (laughs) proffered this deal because they have their eye on some man meat of some sort. I don't like that. I I do admit that the way we're presented with these two characters, they don't seem like the brightest either. So maybe... I don't know. (laughs) You know what? I know for a fact that we have... (laughs) We have a few friends that probably would never even consider it. So you know what? I'm not going to yeah. hold this against the Fairley brothers. They probably have this one pegged. These people exist. Um, the other element of it is, I think it's only brought up when it's first mentioned. Owen Wilson's character, Jenna Fisher, is the first one. And Sudeikis then tries to get his wife. He's like, can you believe what they're doing to save their marriage? Like, But Sudeikis is the one who's like, wait a minute. You were, you're such a bad husband. You get caught like eyeballing other women that your punishment is an allowance to go have sex with another woman. <laughs> he's the only one to like bring it up as far as like Hmm, that's that sound that's an interesting punishment. <laughs> but instead of questioning the legitimacy of it, he just then was like, Well if he's doing it, I should be able to do it too, right? Like that's his <laughs> I I don't think the uh the film is really wanting to dive into like the swinger scene no. too much. Right. So then There there have been uh, a lot of films and shows I think have brought that up. I watched one called Permission for uh, another podcast, The Grand Gesture where a couple comes to disagreement and uh, it'll make you like Hall Pass more because it's like, okay, maybe I don't want a movie that tries to take it seriously and oh, have yeah. people weeping and crying about what they've done to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I just want to see two dudes go to Applebee's and then <laughs> eat too much and go to sleep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, you know what, I'll I'll say this movie certainly has its uh peaks and valleys. Um it's not a it's not a great movie, but it does have its moments where you're like, okay, that's some classic Farelli brothers uh Forrelly Brothers, you know, there. But then it, it you know, classic it drops green splatter. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I did Need enjoy the uh,
1: play the white savior of fucking instead of uh who's the guy we have? That's very tan. This character actor.
0: Richard uh Richard Jenkins plays yeah. uh Coakley.
1: The Fairly Brothers really like to lean into that. All all dudes in the universe are kind of hideous and disgusting creatures. <laughs> like they they're so asexual. Even Owen Wilson. I talked about this with my wife, that they decided to get rid of his trademark Owen Wilson hair. Like that, uh-huh. that sort of always falling in his face like that he's had for decades at this point. And they, it's like, they want him to be more like boring married white dude. Yeah. I feel like they're giving Owen Wilson far too much credit. And my wife agreed. She's like, yeah, even with his normal hair, he's still like a goober. Like he's not, that doesn't make him like suddenly like, Oh, without that hair, he's no longer Brad Pitt. No, he's still kind of fucking ugly. So (laughs) I felt like that was Owen Wilson. Like, Oh, you want me to play nerdy? Here's like, I know I look too cool for this. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Fix my hair to look like a real nerd. Now it's like no, no, you, you always were that way. I actually give credit more to Sudeikis to leaning into. I think it's his enthusiasm for being such a dork that I much preferred to Owen Wilson in this movie.
2: He has uh,
1: more of the eagerness.
2: funny scenes. Well, yeah, the <laughs> Yes, uh, his his scene. He's got more of the funny scenes too. Um, Owen Wilson's uh, about only the only thing that really gave me a good laugh with him was uh. When he falls asleep in the the hot tub sauna thing, whatever.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> Why, Josh? Nice imagery you done? have. Uh...
0: <laughs> What's after that, Josh? Well, you see, Jerry?
2: Explain Beast, it. He 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 falls asleep in it, and when he mm-hmm. wakes up, he can't move because he stayed mm-hmm. in it too long, and he starts so... to almost drown in it. So a Does couple dudes this is not hilarious kid, so far Josh. A couple mm-hmm. dudes come out of the sauna
1: to help him out. Oh, you're talking uh. about the origin of Green Book in Peter <laughs> Fairley's mind.
2: <laughs> uh possibly. That could have been like him planting the seed right there. Uh
1: hopefully soon to be academy award winning expert on race relations Peter Fairley. <laughs> has
2: seen it all. This. It's why I have a hard time with like understanding like you know we talked about uh 50 shades of gray uh couple episodes ago and Mm -hmm. there was some pushback aggravation because there wasn't going to be any male frontal nudity and uh my thing is it's like does it really work when you're trying to get the women hot and bothered because all i ever see is a joke and uh certainly in this movie like uh (laughs) just the the mere vision of um these naked dudes very much in uh owen wilson's face (laughs) one who has been well endowed and the other one with i guess you would say a a macro penis uh, you know my wife had to uh, inform me
1: that that's like the actual like medical, term for it. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, if you're already a poor enough bastard to suffer from this, you know, and you couldn't help it. You're just, you know, you're just born with a micro penis. Did they really, that's the medical term is calling you a micro penis. Like, I can't come
2: up with anything
1: better. I mean, I have a hard enough, like, I have a hard time. This actually spun off to another discussion. I guess this is just going to be our like politically incorrect episode where, um, we were talking about, you know, little people and, like how when you call someone like a little person or a dwarf, but we know now midget is like totally offensive thing to say. Right. But in my mind, I would go thinking if if I was an alien and I landed here, I would just think calling someone little person sounds more offensive. Just sounds like you're being, yeah, are just mean, pointing out the physical like,
2: stature. I feel like if you say somebody is overweight versus fat man. <laughs> hey, fat man! You are a fat man. It's
0: you,
2: you, you're kind of putting just a little on the nose there. You know exactly what it is. There's there's no trying to dance around it. Uh,
1: they're certainly not with uh, the the poor bastards with micro peni. I guess like <laughs> <laughs> hey, micro penis. Like can't can't we come up with something where you don't even know how they got that? Let's let's bring a little Latin in here. Something mm-hmm. that's not just going to be so on point <laughs> to your original point before we started talking about well i guess we're still gonna be talking about dicks but um i think like maybe that's why like magic mike was such a sensation was it was maybe one of those rare times where they were just actually sexualizing the male body mm-hmm. but even there uh there's no full you front cross that line
2: you cross that line it goes from well, I'm not a woman, so I don't know. But I feel like you cross that line. The women go from, like, enjoying it to, like, laughing.
0: <laughs> Wasn't well, there a
1: Seinfeld clip talking about uh, – I think it was talking about the difference in female male nudity. And I think Elaine says um, that, um, like, a man's body – is like a utility truck, like an SUV, like it's meant to haul stuff and like get around, like. But it's not meant to like look at. And like, you may be looking at that when it comes to like you know dicks on screen. It's like yeah, they yeah. they have they have you know they have an actual use for sexual relations, but certainly if you're Owen Wilson, that scene you don't <laughs> you don't want to up close and personal.
2: <laughs> no, his request for the two dudes to switch out
1: really made sense. (laughs) I have to say, and I know this is like what we've decided to focus on. We sound like the dudes at Applebee's. We're not even getting into the like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to like sleep with other chicks? We have gone to like, (laughs) let's talk about dicks for 10 minutes. (laughs) But Josh or Jared, either one of you, if you want to take this bait, how careful are you in your word choice? If you have passed out in a hot tub and two nude men come up, their things (laughs) flopping out. And you tell them to switch. Like, I'm very, like, I probably am never more specific with my word choice as far as exactly where I want them to move and how and what they can do to me when they're putting their hands (laughs) on me. (laughs) I don't know if, hey, you two switch is good enough. There's kind of an implied invitation there, a preference for one.
2: I guess you could just be like very blunt. uh, No, no, no,
1: no, you do not break out. When you have no control of your body, you don't then start breaking out the medical books. Like, hey, micropenis! No, 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 get no! Get over
2: here! I, I would actually address the other dude, be like, uh, "Dude, your dingus is hitting my forehead. If you don't mind." <laughs> does, you think dingus uh, does that just like calm
1: the situation? Does that think, remove any sort of sexual so. threat?
2: Yeah, I, I think so. See, that's a damn it. You
1: uh, may be right.
0: Rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Jared. Yes, sir. Uh, your thoughts on Hall Pass? We're getting away from dicks, thankfully.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I, it's okay. I, I, it's not one of those. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh man! I mean, it was shocking. I, there wasn't so much laughing as like, oh, oh, Jesus! <laughs> that that I know it was played for laughs, but that was more of a. Uh, uh, I it's just one of those. Uh, I don't. I'm not like going to dump on the movie, but I didn't think it was amazing either. Uh, it was. It had a handful of laughs. Uh, you talking about <laughs> them getting drunk and uh, eating too much at Applebee's <laughs> reminded me to, uh, of some of our escapades at some points in our lives.
1: <laughs> There's something I like seeing on screen where you know characters are obviously for a two-hour runtime. You're just going to see like only so many notes, only mm. so many facets of their character, and so with this. <clears throat> this high concept of hall pass and you have seven days to like step out on your wife and it's presumably okay. That's the mm. agreement's been made. I still enjoyed that their first night out. First off, these nerdy guys, they go to like Applebee's to go pick up the chicks. Although to be honest, their age and their way they're carrying themselves, the way they're dressed, they probably did have a lot better chance at the <laughs> yeah, Applebee's <laughs> bar than going to some sort of, you know, college dance club or wherever they end up. But <laughs> I did enjoy just seeing them like chow down. At one point, I think Sudeikis says you won't get some Mickey D's after they're, like, they're laying in their hotel room beds, eating ice cream, like off their chest. I kind of liked the characters. They don't want to state it, but they are happy. Like, yeah, they want to look at other women and they do like the fancy of sleeping, but they come to the conclusion that they're pretty satisfied. Mm-hmm. With their I think, life.
2: I think the better movie here is, um, you you have the same setup, the same stuff happens at the beginning of the movie, but once the hall pass begins, the whole week just stays that. Like they never actually attempt to get women. Well, that's, that, that's what
0: they embrace. Like, huh? I'm sorry. That's what we did in Vegas. Like we got way too drunk, dudes wrestled each other, and we ate pizza. And then we like had to. <laughs> we I
2: had like the, to...
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea that like they think like okay, we're
2: going we're gonna. You know, go out on a tear here. We're going to be crazy, but then when the time comes, we're Not like, really. no, I, I don't feel like, eight, I feel like it. I quite a bit <laughs> I'm tired. You go back and get <laughs> the sack. a whole week of that. I think that that is a funnier movie of just actually like <laughs> coming to that realization. Like I'm old. I don't have it in me <laughs> to, to, to do that. I think
1: the, um, the 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 movie that I kept thinking of, which Jared, you know, that he brings up a good one with. It remind me of Swingers, where it's like you know, they're excited about like Vegas baby Vegas and then they mm-hmm. get to Vegas and it's, <laughs> it's not, not nearly as glamorous it's, at all. Yeah. It's it's not Oceans Eleven. It's just a bunch of sad old people sitting around. And uh but the one I kept coming back to with Hall Pass was Sideways, which came out mm-hmm. like two thousand four. And that is a guy's week long bachelor party. Right but the guy who is you know, more handsome than Paul G. Motti and the one getting married, the one that's more successful or whatever, like, and he does successfully go out and find himself some strange. I I always really admired that movie that even the one who's successfully like cheating there or like living it up, there's like a patheticness to that character. There's Mm -hmm. a sadness. Like it's not at a certain point, it's not played for cool. And you know, it's just like, it's just like cringeworthy. And that's saying something when you have (laughs) the opposite End of the spectrum is Paul Giamatti buying like a dirty old porn mag at like a convenience store and falling asleep reading the articles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <that was> just... <laughs> um, and so, in that regard, Hall Pass, even though it's like high concept comedy, and the Fairley Brothers aren't known for their subtlety until the Great Green Book, I guess, where we we ditched Bobby fairly. But um, I do think that it's probably a much funnier movie if it had stayed more grounded. If you Mm -hmm. didn't have I don't like the Coakley character being introduced.
2: No.
1: I I don't really like that this young girl, this barista, this I think she's Australian. Yeah. Like a model type. Like just insane. Like that's the other thing with Sideways, is the women they meet are like age appropriate. Right. And they're still beautiful, but they're real. I I think the Fairley brothers go for too many easy sight gags here. And there is there's like a fairly like Seinfeldian boring. (laughs) Nothing happened during Hall Pass week. That is like a hilarious comedy of just them of them actually Mm -hmm. just having fun without without almost like the uh, the Seinfeld episode where uh, sex is removed from like George's mind and he becomes far more interesting and far like he's a more intelligent man. Like a genius becomes dumber. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, It would have been nice to see that, but that's that probably would have been that probably would have been disappointing to mainstream audiences if they had gone if they've been sold one thing and then didn't get anywhere near the like cheating scenario.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, anyway, now who are we, we? I mean, we, all we did was talk about dicks for most of it. So, I mean, I guess, I guess we're just not interested in this, <laughs> these shenanigans.
2: Uh, I appreciate the, uh, the law and order sound every time the day of the week. was <laughs> put on there. I did. I did enjoy that little stupid joke. Hello. One brick house. Hello, beautiful coffee.
1: Black with sugar. Have you ever heard of a Stillwater Marsh
2: or a Deacon's Tree in Texas, maybe?
0: Stillwater Marsh, yeah, I've heard of it. But it ain't in Texas. Stillwater is in Louisiana. Small town. Honey, Stillwater is a prison. My daddy did some time there before it closed. I'll get you that coffee.
2: Here's some muffins. And
0: more milk. And we didn't sell in the house. So, <laughs> you gonna ask me what time my shift ends? It's a full moon tonight. I always feel a little randy with a full moon.
1: Full moon's two days off.
0: You sure about that, sweetie?
2: Pretty sure. Now, that's a hell of a ride out there. Is that yours?
0: The charger? I wish. Is it hers? All right, here,
2: water. I'll be right back
0: with the blackjack. Sure. But if you're looking for a ride, All right,
1: so uh, not much in the way of sex in a movie about that, but in a movie about a vengeful father escaping from hell to chase <laughs> after the man who killed his daughter and kidnapped his granddaughter uh there is an all time sex scene in it Jared, why don't you give us the play by play? We don't need the you know the plot, whatever. I just explained that. Explain the reason we're still talking about this movie uh almost ten years
0: later. I remember. Like our our stomachs hurting so bad, we were laughing so hard at this movie that it bombed to the tune of thirty nine point three million dollars. But and I don't
1: I don't think we knew anything about it necessarily. I think completely we just were like
0: yeah, you just brought you brought it to us that one evening, and I was like, oh sure, we ain't doing anything else. It was we like were a recent
1: recent ish release, and it's like ah oh, Nicholas Cage. It should be kind mm-hmm. of over the top. Boy, did we we had no my idea. god, my yeah.
0: god, the most over the top of any over the top movies, and embraces it and. Just, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, it's I the most pretty... white
1: trash movie I've ever seen. I can't, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think the music choice, the fact that they introduced Nicolas Cage's character as a bad motherfucker as he drives out of hell.
0: <laughs> it's like out a out muscle car. Oh
1: God. And they, they don't even just say that once. They like for like first 10 minutes, the name of his character uh... might as well be the bad motherfucker. Like.
0: It's like twelve or thirteen year old wrote a movie. Yeah, like I think this is going to be badass, and this is going to be an explosion, and then Nick Cage is going to fuck with his clothes on. It's almost like a Tenacious D song
1: come to life for two hours. It's Pretty like, much, yeah, yeah. Um, excess. The movie Amber Heard uh, probably a little too hot and clean to play as trashy oh, as yeah. what she is. Yeah, but she's playing this filthy mouth waitress um who catches her <laughs> fiance who she is she's done the opposite of all pass she's taken away sex until he proposes to her he does and then immediately when she quits her job like two days later she catches him cheating with another woman and she drags this <laughs> large-breasted attractive woman out, off of him and then starts slapping her around cussing <laughs> like <laughs> this uh this is a throwback movie. This does not feel like 2011. This feels like mid 80s where it's yeah. like if there's an oh, opportunity yeah. for sex and boobies, we're going to give it to you. And they they don't shy away from any of it. Like even the Amber Heard character is like at <laughs> one point telling this strange mullet-wearing Nicolas Cage with like dyed blonde hair <laughs> I'm like you know, you're going to tap that. You're going to hit that waitress <laughs> like I'm like who who is this person? Like who who are these people you just run into that are just like Can you imagine the Owen Wilson, Jason Sudeikis characters transplanted into this world where like everyone's (laughs) like fucking, like (laughs) everyone's having sex all the time. Uh, I I do have to admit upon rewatch, it's a little disappointing. I think I almost wish I had not rewatched it and sort of kept that first taste of it as my only memory, because I forgot that the nicholas cage i don't take my clothes off to fuck before a gunfight sequence happens about 30 minutes in and i don't think i ever or the movie ever recovers from it like i feel like we reach our peak where he kills eight men while he is in inserted into a woman who's moaning the entire time he's also actually i've forgotten he's tased during the sequence and it seems like she's into it like she's yeah. the, well the, the whole effects scene- of it
2: the scene is in slow-mo to a degree and so yes. the, the audio is in slow-mo too so you, you hear all these action sounds the guns, the explosions and stuff but you hear her in the background going yeah! <laughs> oh! <Uh-oh. laughs> you know <just> <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay so she's not even like appropriately like freaking out during all of this, she's still partaking in the the as as bullets fly yeah. and people like, <laughs> you know
1: typical like you know 80s fight sequence where these men have come to kill nicholas cage they show up with sharp pointy objects or things that they could bludgeon him with not not a single one of them like showing up appropriately with like a gun so he just gets to stand <laughs> there and i guess when we started this recording i, I jumped in the call late you all were talking about the 3d effects of it this one if anything it is time-stamped for that like post avatar Mm -hmm. release cycle where like action moves have be 3d and like if you're not watching it 3d uh there's a lot of stuff where it's like it sticks out where it's like oh i guess that was supposed to be cool but instead it's just sort of absurd how right. infatuated the movie is with objects being thrown at your face. And that happens countless <laughs> countless is times. Is that not fitting movie. though?
0: I mean, given the tone of the movie. I mean, I mean if
1: you wanted to go more extreme, Hall Pass did it better that way. Where you could have had you could have had something else. <laughs> also, this is the end, a favorite of ours where you the, the huge demon cock. <laughs> 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 See, Josh, that's what I'm saying earlier about watching your words when you're in certain situations cuz Jonah Hill <laughs> him just repeating <laughs> this is real did him no <laughs> <first. laughs> uh, I think that one's coming up uh this summer. We we got to revisit that one this Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um but uh Josh, was this a first time watch for you? Had it you was. Just heard- Okay. It was the first so time you're watched. on that. You're still on that high that I had.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Jared, there. you know, raving about. I was like, okay, so this is this is good. Nicholas Cage, then this is enjoyable. Nicholas Cage unlocked, you know, some of his other choices. So, I well, was a man. Lo- works
1: a lot. He, puts he does out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, he
2: does. He does. Uh, I give him credit. He, he, you know, he takes big swings. You know, this is one of them. Um. <laughs> so, the thing is, I, I did not put two and two together at the beginning that like when they were showing the car leaving hell, that that was real. I thought they were trying to be, um, just kind of like tongue in cheek when he was like giving the monologue. Oh, of what he was it's talking. it's too
1: stupid to be believed? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, driving out of like, out of like, like the origins a of evil. <laughs> yeah.
2: So as, I'm, as no. I'm watching the movie, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> In that regard. (laughs) So, all this crazy stuff is happening, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know why he can do all this stuff, but I'm in. This this is cool. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I'm enjoying it. All right.
0: I no longer care. (laughs)
2: And (laughs) And so, it's then the layered effects that, yeah, then you have the the sex slash gunfight. And uh, you're like, well, yeah, there's no topping that. But then afterwards, as the characters start being like, like I was actually like kind of surpri- I actually was surprised when the uh, the villain shoots him in the face. I was like, oh, and I knew that wouldn't stand. I was like, okay, well, there's something weird going on with this movie then, because he's obviously not gonna be dead. <laughs> His um, skull is just that strong. Obviously. Yeah, I'm like, what is what is the th- what's going on with this movie? And so then when it started getting revealed, I was like, yeah, he escaped hell. <laughs> and he's got the god killer gun. I'm like, I was like, all right, now I'm now. So I'm re- wait, are
1: you you're treating this movie like? he's just like truly was a deadbeat dad who just
2: suddenly like (laughs) up to that point I was like okay I mean whatever I don't understand I don't understand the I was waiting for the revelation but I was not understanding
0: like why even when it came to you it was so stupid that you glossed over like no anyway (laughs) (laughs) it was very much
2: however not, not, not the same quality but like you know how when you watch the matrix for the first time you're like, okay, this is supposed to be really good. But then, like, when Trinity starts doing all that action scene at the beginning, you're like, I don't understand, like, how somebody's supposed to reasonably be doing that. Like, real-world-wise, that's very silly. But then when you get to the point where you understand what the Matrix is, you're like, oh, okay, I'm in. You know, crazy, awesome action. And That's very much how I was with this. I was like, I don't know why <laughs> Nichols Cage can do all this stuff. <laughs> or why... <laughs> Here's another question. And I
1: mean, it's, it's in true like throwback fashion where our character, you know, you watch something like Roadhouse and when you have a woman like gasp, when she sees Patrick Swayze's ass, when like the sheet falls and he yeah. walks away. I mean, you know, straight or gay, what have you, you understand like, all right, there's, that's reasonable. The woman would have that like in response to that yeah, yeah. visual stimuli that is Patrick Swayze in his prime. The fucked up part here is Nicolas Cage was, first off, was never Patrick Swayze as far as looks go. He's always kind of weird looking. And he is way past the prime where you'd say, okay, he's whatever peak Nicolas Cage was as far as attractiveness goes. I don't know what we, we could probably debate that. But the fact that every, like, he he meets, uh, is it Katie Mixon from Eastbound and Down?
2: Yeah. Uh huh. Is uh-huh.
1: the She's other waitress herself, working yeah. with Amber Heard? Like, immediately, like, he just asked for coffee black with a little sugar. And she's, like, I think her response is, like, you know, you want to know what time I get off work? And, like, it's, like, rubbing all over him. And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm, like, there's there's no fucking way. Like, no, first off, <laughs> you think he looks like a creep. He, he, he looks like a pedophile. And this woman's just throwing herself. And I thought Jared was going to come back because I... Having that sex scene of mine, I think I'd built up this movie where I'm like, well, he just plows everything in his path. He, he escapes hell like this is the worst prison sentence in the world. So he, God knows he's been in there for how long? <laughs> Burning for all eternity. He comes out. I'm like, he's going to have sex with everything. And Katie Mixon throws himself. And he's just like, he's like Sudeikis or Wilson. who just like, you know, he's, he's just worried about his coffee. I'm a little disappointed in you, Jared. You didn't bring up this because that's that is something Cage and the movie drive angry being the movie that it is there should have been an an interlude a 50 shades interlude where they take he takes that down i'm disappointed in you
0: he has too much ass to kick he doesn't have time i mean he can fit in one one sex scene but two is is just
1: too much and the in the pantheon of gayest things you've ever said he has too much ass to kick as opposed to, to going off with what is not to get too personal but is like one of like <laughs> the ideal jared dotson nasty hellcat specimen in this woman and no he's got to say? go play the sound clip of your preference
0: <laughs> <laughs> the harps come in per hour <laughs> <with Jared Dawson. laughs> oh well, you know the devil just gives in to what he puts in our heads too much information you like boobies no, Jared. I'm I'm
1: saying that you borrow a bit from Fifty Shades and you have a sex interlude. Uh, then you top it with the gunfight sex scene. <laughs>
0: uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Look, it,
1: I'll admit it would be poor form after he gets into his like, you know what was like burning in hell. It wasn't the burning. It was watching your daughter like be beheaded in front of you. <laughs> Look, af- after that, I understand why maybe sex isn't top priority for the audience or for Cage. But when you've got this waitress, in whatever way, all over this disgusting man dressed all in black <laughs> with like the reverse frosted tips because they're starting on the back of his skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. Oh, man. It I'm rules. just saying,
1: man. Let, can we, let's just get a little, little appetizer for the sex scene that we're going to see later on, half hour in. That was know, it.
0: The rest of it's so awesome. Man. I can forgive it.
1: I think the movie had drifted into legend so much for me, Jared, that I was amped up like ten minutes in. Like, oh here,
0: (laughs) this was a a YouTube
1: thing. uh, Josh has decided to pull up very quickly a uh, a still shot of (laughs) (laughs) reverse frosted tips. Mm. Nicholas Cage.
0: (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Women can't help themselves. Look at me. <laughs> I will
2: say. I will I say this: that uh-huh. uh, um, you, you know, we a couple episodes ago we talked about uh maybe last episode um about last night, mm-hmm. and we brought up a certain chicken clucking scene, mm-hmm. and uh you know you you put out there you know like would you not partake of this or that you know if, yeah, if yeah. it was put there mm-hmm. stuff. If you're a woman, which I know we're not, so I, I don't, I don't know how we answer. <laughs> People this. wouldn't know based on our hall pass review. where we... <laughs> <laughs> But you're a woman. You 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 see a dude who's offering um, to have sex, sitting upright in bed, fully clothed, wearing sunglasses, a cigarette hanging between his lips, mm-hmm. a gun in one hand and a bottle of bourbon in the other. <laughs> Are you not a little bit curious? Like, okay, you know what? He may not be the Sexiest man alive, but there's there's something going on here. Well, actually, a yeah, curiosity I mean,
1: that, to our prior conversation. I, I, it seems like, especially on screen. Uh, and I would say in this case is that you've given me visual evidence. Uh, I want this guy to keep as as much of his clothing on as possible. Like we'll just, (laughs) whatever we need to do as a species to, to conduct this bit of business. I'm fine. And I'm especially fine with him keeping sunglasses on. Just if he could have a ski mask on, that would be preferable. (laughs) Bring back the chicken mask from about last night. Uh, that would be a benefit. Um, all that being said, um, as much as we enjoy it, I, I'm actually like having watched it again. Jared, what did you say the budget was on this thing?
0: Uh, $50 million.
1: I'm wondering uh, who in the right – like what sort of specific audience, because this seems like this is made for us three idiots on Sober mm-hmm. Cinema. What, this is a movie way out of time, like, and especially even now, like this couldn't come out in 2019. But even in 2011, you know, th- this probably misses the mark by what, 20 years as far as this style oh, yeah. of movie?
0: I say you don't see much of this at all unless it's just straight to video, straight to... Uh... Yeah, there you go, Josh. Sorry, I'm getting distracted here. Josh is uh, <laughs> MacGyvering this scene on his...
1: Yeah, uh, uh, look, there's a black bar on what Josh is trying to see, the content of it. You can't make Drive Angry family-friendly. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if they ever tried. If there was, like, what is the TNT version of this? And what the Oh, fuck, my I mean, God. What? What are they... What do they have left? Not a good movie. <laughs> they have a very different movie. They have <laughs> yeah. a movie where Nicholas Cage's character, Escaping Hell, has no interest in sex, because all you see <laughs> is him turn down this hot waitress, and then you skip over the fantastic gunfight sequence.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can't have a yeah. gunfight at all. <laughs> Ass to kick.
1: But that—that that is my way of saying Hall Pass is definitely an easier sell job. I mean, even one of our hosts here, as he was watching it, didn't fully comprehend the stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> of the man who literally drives out of hell uh, to go conduct, you know, various sins. But um, I think Hall Pass is far more disappointing because it's just easier. You could have easily made that a very solid comedy.
0: Much more enjoyable, like you guys said. Just eat at Applebee's or Chili's every night. <laughs> Fail. That's a much funnier movie.
1: Drive Angry is a very particular brand of madness that I don't think you can... <laughs> I don't think you can plan... <laughs> to effectively have this be as batshit crazy well, as what it end up being. I, don't,
2: I think if if I had been like uh a test audience or something that had been given that film to watch (laughs) i would have no notes to give them like i i wouldn't change anything you know you accomplished what you set out to do yeah (laughs) that's good for us though like
0: i i I would know going into it like you guys would love this movie Mm -hmm. but like normal ass people that you know i could i could never tell this to people at work and then they would probably look at me like i'm a fucking lunatic if
2: yeah but that's (laughs) that's just that's whether or not the film gets a green light To begin with, or not? If you if you go down this rabbit hole of saying we're going to make this movie, they they made it. I mean, there's no that's what I'm saying. There's no notes to give to like really improve. I mean, I guess you could say take it up a notch. You know,
0: more sex apparently from one of us. The (laughs) objects
1: that they have in 3D flying at your face. There's a lot more they could have done with it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Good times.
1: I am I'm, I'm just going to end this Where's one a good now? time. Rick, it's your flat. What the hell are we on for the rest of the night? You got laid, right? That's the plane? Mm-hmm. I got to get into the pool. <laughs> now? This is one out here. I'm pretty sure I'm going to need a bath afterwards. Check out
0: my crazy behind it's fine all of the time.
2: Teachers of peaches, huh? What? Fuck the pain away! Fuck the, kind of the pain away! Fuck the pain away! Fuck the pain away! Fuck the pain away! Fuck the pain away!